0: Shalom to all. Today's office revel must have test. We are starting 15 lines from the top, the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam Sarabasub Yakov Mesha, Hernish Shom Shad Avenuelia, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Rivka Basar, Meir Zev, Hernan Shomash aliyah. Now the guard concluded with proof that David Amelech was Gozar on the him that they are not allowed to marry into Amisral. What happened? They were asked how amends could be made for the injustice carried out against them by Shalomelech, and they demanded revenge in the form of killing seven of Shal's descendants. David realized that such people didn't have the attributes found in every yid, Rachmanim Bashanim and Gummi Chasadim, and was therefore for gozer. That they're not a merit to Am Yisrael. Now we just continue with the story. What happened after they asked to hang these seven members of Shaul's family? The pasuk says, The king took the two sons of Ritzvah Bas Ayah that were born to Shaul, Esr Amayim v'Smefi Baishes, that was their names, ben and the five sons of Micha Bas Shaul, and these seven people were handed over to the Gavonim. The Gemara asked, Why specifically these seven and not others?" So Rav answers, He passed all the descendants of Shaul in front of the Arin Kodesh. Arn Shaul, anyone. Whom the Aaron took hold of, Lemisos, so and that, that person was destined to die, Kalsha'in kaltay Kaltai, And one whom the Aaron did not take a hold of was going to live. But now Master of Chanabar Katini he asks, The Passock tells us, The king had rachmanas, he had mercy on Mephibosheth, the son of Yonison, who was the son of Shal. How can we say that the king had mercy on him if all he did was pass him in front of the Aaron Kaidash? So Gomorrah says, He didn't pass him in front of the Aaron Kaidash, and that's how we say he had mercy on him. Asked Gomorrah, Is there favoritism over here? If a punishment needs to be meted out against seven people, how is he able to withhold some people? people From going in front of the Arn. El, the answer is, She'aviru, that he passed him in front of the Arn, Vakaltu, and the Arn took hold of him, Ubikishal Rachem, and then Davra Melch davened for him, Upaltu, so the Arn let him go. The Gemara continues asking, Makati Masu Parmiyesh is there still favoritism over here? How is it that he davened for him and not for anyone else? The Gemara says, You're right, El Shabikish Rachem shaloyik Latenu Arn, he davened that the Arn should not take hold of him. But now the Gemara asks about this whole thing in the first place. Vaksev, it says in the Pusik, lo'yim su avis albanim, and the end of the Pusik is where the question is coming from. Ish Becheta Yumasu, each man dies only for his own sin, so why is it these people had to die for Shal it's better that a letter gets uprooted from the Tyra, and there shouldn't be an open khil Why was there a chil Hashem over here? Because other nations were saying, "Look what these Jews did! They mistreated Geirim, got away with it. These people aren't worth having anything to do with." And in order to prevent the chil Hashem, it's okay to uproot one word in the Tyra. Now the Mefarshim do explain that these seven deserved misa for other reasons, or else they wouldn't have been killed. But since it looked like they were being punished for shal sin, it says an ois in Oysin, the is being uprooted. The Gemara continues telling us what happened. The pasuk says. Ritzvah Basaya, who is the mother of two of them, she took as a sack, a sack, and she spread it over a rock, from the beginning of the harvest season, up until rain started coming down from shemaim she didn't allow the birds of the sky to rest on the bodies during the day, but saw the lila or the beasts of the field at night, these bodies were hanging for six months straight, and she stood watch over them to make sure nothing happened to them. The Gemara asks, how could they be hanging for so long? Vaksiv the Pasuk says, that a person who has hanged his corpses now to remain on a tree, or Overnight, and here they remained there for six months. he answers. It's better that we have one word in the Torah uprooted. And there should be a public Kiddush Hashem. What was the Kiddush Hashem? All the passersby of this area said, "What's the nature? What exactly happened over here? Why are these men hanging?" And the answer they were given was, "These are princes." And what do they do? They stretched their hand out. They mistreated Gam Guruim, meaning that haven't fully been accepted into Klal Yisrael, and they they said, There isn't a nation that's worthwhile to cling to except for this nation because if this is the way princes are treated when they do something wrong, for sure proper punishment is going to be meted out against regular people. And if such punishment was meted out against doing something wrong to gerim gerim, gerim who haven't been fully accepted, for sure if a person is a full-fledged yid, of course someone's going to be punished if they're going to mistreat them. It's totally worthwhile to become a yid. Right away, hundred. 50,000 people joined Kalal Yisrael. Shanamer, the Pesach says, Shlame <laughs> HaMalch had 70,000 people that were carrying burdens for him, and 80,000 that were hewing rock out of the mountain. And 70,000 plus 80,000 is 150,000. The Gemara says, that's not right, perhaps that 70 and 80,000 we we're talking about in the Pesach were full-fledged Yisraelim. So we say, don't think that. Because the Pesach says, the Pesach says, the did not allow the Bnei Yisrael to do this work for him. So it must be these geirim that joined Kalal Yisrael. The Gemara continues asking, Perhaps these people that the pasuk mentions were just hired hands. They were hired workers, and they weren't Yisraelim, and they weren't Gerim either. So the Gemara says, "You're right. Al We have a different raya." The pasuk says, "Vayispar Shlomim counted all the Gerim that were near Tzizrael. Vayimatu and he found that there was Shivim Aleph Nosei Sabol Ushmoyim Aleph Chatsi Bahar. He made seventy thousand of them carry burdens, and eighty thousand of them were hewing rocks out of the mountain." So that was the end of the story. But now the Gemara continues. In Hesimim David Guzer Alim was David Amalech really the one that was Guzer on the Nasinim that they're not to American. Israel, Moshe Gazer alayhim. Moshe Rabbeinu was Gazer on them. The Pasuk says, "From your wood choppers till your water carriers, we see that Moshe Rabbeinu the Tyre already separates the wood choppers and the water carriers into a different class of their own that they're not counted as part of Klal Yisrael." And we know that the Nisim were Chaytvei Eitzim and Shayvei Mayim. The Gmar says, "No, Moshe Gazer l'udara. Moshe Rabbeinu was only Gazer for his generation." David Gazer l'kulayudara. David Amelch was Gazer that for all future generations, Nisim are not measured to Klal Yisrael. The Gemara continues asking, "Vakati Yeshua Gazer alayhu? Yeshua was the one that was Gazer on the Nisim?" Because the Pasuk says. Says, then on that day that Nissim came to trick Yeshua, he made them into chet ve'etzem and shavei ma'im for the edah, for the congregation, and for the zbeach So we see that Yeshua was the one that was guys around them. Gemara says, no, Yeshua guys around was mucha based on mikdash kaim. Yeshua was guys around the Nissim; they have to be chet ve'etzem shavei ma'im as long as the based on mikdash was standing. David guys around was mucha David was guys that even when there's no based on mikdash, the Nissim are still not allowed to marry into Kli Yisrael, and they have to be chet ve'etzem and shavei ma'im. Now I test on based on top. The Gemara tells us we may Rebbe in the days of Rebbe, they wanted to permit Nasinim to marry into Klal Yisrael. Rebbe, Rebbe told everyone, natir, mi Our Chalik and the Nasinim were allowed to give up. But what about the Chalik and the Mizbeach? Remember, the Gzerah on the Nasinim was that they have to be choppers and water carriers for everyone, for the congregation, and for the Mizbeach. So Rebbe was saying that we're able to apply the concept called Hefker, Bezin, Hefker. Bezin has the ability to make something Hefker if they want to, even though it doesn't belong to them, it belongs to someone else. Bezin has the power to say, This is Hefker. So Bezin has the ability to say that this right that we have in the Nasinim, that they are our wood choppers and water carriers, that's completely hefker and they do not have to serve us anymore. But what about the chelik of the Mizbach? We can't do that to the chiliq of the Mizbeach has in them and therefore we're not able to free them and they're not able to marry into Klal Israel. Now the Gar just concludes completely the Rhikhibba this is not like Rhibra Aba. Dam Rhibba Amaron, Chalek Edo L Oilam Usr. The chelik of the Ada, the chelik of the congregation that Klal Israel has in them is always Usr. The Chalik Mzbeh, the Chelik of the, Mizbech, the, chelik of the Mizbech has in the Nasinim, but is much basic Miktosh When the basim is around it's aser. meaning there's nothing we could do about it. They have to serve the basic but when there's no base hamikdash, then that part of the mizbech has been permitted, and the only thing that's left in them is the chilek of the edah. And now there's no base hamikdash, we could be mater the chilek of the edah by just saying hefker bez hefker. So There is a way that nesinim could be permitted. But since Rabbi argued with this, the nesinim are never permitted to marry into klal yisrael. And the mishnah continues: Amr bishua shamati. I've heard from my rabbim Someone who's sterile, he's a stress. He's not able to have children. He can do chalitza if his brother dies, and if he dies, they will do chalitza to his wife. And I've also heard A sris is not going to do chalitza And we don't do chalitza to his wife And for only the farish I don't know how to explain Which sris will do chalitza And which sris will not do chalitza Now Amr B'Kiva says I'm going to explain adam A person who's a sris adam Which usually means That some physical act was done to him To make him into a sris Over here though It means that he became a sris After he was born So sris adam He'll do chalitza And they'll do chalitza to his wife Why is that? He did have a point in time Where he was Kasher, meaning he had a point in time that he was able to have children, and because of that, he'll do chalitza and will do chalitza to his wife. But chama, a person who's basriss chama, which we're understanding to mean that he was a sris from birth. When he was born already, he was a sris. He doesn't do chalitza and no chalitza is done to his wife because he never had a shasak He was born as a sris. Rabbi argues with Rabbi Kiva, and he says, like he, that's not so. Ella A sris chama, one who is born a sris. So then he'll do chalitza and will do chalitza to his wife. Because there is something we could do about his condition, But Sures Adam. Someone who's Sures Adam, He doesn't do chalitza. Wouldn't do chalitza to his wife, because there's no way to heal him. And Heyrushua and Masera, Heyrushua and Masera gave edos al ben megusas Yerushalayim Sures Adam. And this person, ben megusas in Yerushalayim, he was a Sures Adam, and they were miyabim his wife. And this is Lakayim to Rebekiva to uphold the words of Rebekiva, because Rebekiva had said that a Sures Adam, loychalitz v'loychatsal ishtay, and not a Sris Chama. Now the she continues, A Sris does not do chalitza or Yibam, V'chein islandess, also an islandess, a woman who can't have a child. <laughs> no chalitza or yibam to her. Now, what about the following case? Hasris a did chalitza to zivama. he does not her to kuhuna. she is not considered a chalutza. What he did has no effect, there is no zika whatsoever in between them, so therefore she's not considered a chalutza and she's not possible to kuhuna. And by that same token, Bala, if he's bail her, he pasla her to kahuna. Why is that? Because Since they have no zika zibam to each other, they have a regular isr erva, she is considered his brother's wife, and he's not allowed to be bail her. If he's boil her, that's a bilas nus, and now she's ushered to a kain. And Same thing with an island. If the brothers bechalisa her, loy lua they do not passel her ba'aluah. However, if they are boil her pasluah, then they do passel her. be shabiylas a bilas nus because that's a bilas nus. Now, that we're Let's see. We know the Rebbe Kiva says a chaviv laven are just like chaviv krisos. We've learned previously many times before that according to Rebbe Kiva, if we have two people that have a chaviv lav with each other and they have a child, that child's a mamzer. Just like two people who have a chaviv krisos together have a child, that child's a mamzer. And now that we know that Rebbe Kiva. Those are riots that have an issue cards to each other, they do not fall in the parsha of Khalitzer or Yibum. Sakurabikiv and our mission is say that if Swiss he has an Isr left to marry into the Kahal because he's a Sris, so that means that he shouldn't have a din of chalitzer Yibum either. So Ravami he answers, what are we talking about over here? that the Sris's brother that died was married to a Gyiras. Rebikiva serve like Rebekiva holds a Krebyasi, the Amr he holds. Kahal A Kahal gerem is not called Kahal, and therefore the Sris does have Zika to the Sivam, who's a Giyaris The Gmarasi Achiv that's so. Vumim nami yavim, so he should be allowed to Yibim as well. Why does the Mishnah only talk about Khalita, not Yibim? The answer answers, "An echnami." You are one hundred percent right. But I did Amar Rabbi since Rabbi Shua said Khalita, Amr Iunami, chaylet. So Rabbi Kiva also said Khalita. obviously Yibim's allowed to happen as well. And dekhnami, you can be medayek dekhtani. It says in the Mishnah, "Hey Rabbi Yishua al ben Megusas shahayi Yerushalayim sris Adam." The Rabbi Shua ben had given edus on his ben Megusas and Yerushalayim, who is Swiss Adam. The yivmu as istay, and they were miyabim his wife. Look I'm Rabbi Kiva. That upholds the words of Rabbi Kiva. Shema, we we see from here the Rabbi Kiva holds that Yibam's also allowed to happen. It's just that Chalitza happened to be mentioned in the Mishnah so that's where Rabbi Kiva said Chalitza but obviously Yibam's a lie to happen as well. Ben Amos of Rabbi he asks on his explanation we have a brass that says adam anyone that's a Psu Adako kris, shafkha, or they're Sris or they're old either Chalitza or Yibam Ketzad what's the case this brass is talking about Mesu let's say this fellow died and they leave over wives and they also have brothers and then their brothers got up and did Mimer to their wives get, or they gave a get or they did Chalitza Masha asu asu whatever they did they did and if they were bile the wife kanu send their kind of the wife let's say this person's brother died and then they got up and they did to the wives get or they gave a get asu asu whatever was done was done and if they were bile, then they were kind of. but they're not allowed to stay married because the Pazik says the tells very clearly that someone who's unable to have children is not allowed to marry into the Kalashem. so the bia was a valid bia it was a valid kenyan but now they have to divorce them. But what do we see from this whole Braisa? We see from here that we're talking about someone who is part of the Kahal. We tried to answer previously that this woman that we're talking about in the Mishnah was a Giyaris and therefore she's not considered part of the Kahal. This Braisa tells us very clearly that we're talking about someone who is considered part of the Kahal. Salam so gives a different answer what we're talking about in our Mishnah. Kigacha First she felt him, now there's a proper Zika, and only then he became wounded. So they already had the Zika's Ibum, so that's why Khalitsa is able to happen, but not Ibum, because he's already considered a Ptsuadaka, he's already considered us love Kahal by the time He's ready to do Yibam. So, I'm Amalai Abayabai asked him, Why don't we just say that this Isar of Petsua, which just came along now, comes and pushes away the Asev of yibum, And then there's not going to be a din of Halitza either. And how do we know that we say that? Because Mila Tenan, don't we have a mission that says, Reb Gamliel, Emerb Gamliel tells us, If she does Mion, then okay. But if she doesn't do tamten Mion, then we have to wait until she grows up. And then the other wife goes free because of Achais Isha. What's this talking about? So, this refers to the case we've had previously, The two brothers, Reuben and Shimon, were, Married to two sisters. However, Shimon's wife was a Khtana. Ruvain, who was married to the G'dayla, died. Now she falls to Yibam to Shimon. Midai Raisa, she's Zakuk to him, because Shimon's only married to his wife, Midrabanon. Now that prevents him from doing Yibam, and therefore Shimon has to do Khalitsa. Let's say he doesn't want to do Chalitza. he wants to do Yibam. So Megamliel says that if Shimon's wife does Mian on her own, then gazin to hate. Shimon can now marry the Yivama. But if not, and Shimon doesn't want to do Khalitsa, then the Yivama waits till her sister the katana grows up, and then she becomes married to Shimon Midai and now the Gdaila is free to go because she's a Isha. Um, what do we see from here? The Isra of Achis Isha now comes and pushes away the Zika. Even though the Zika came first, this new Isra of Achis Isha can push away the Zika. So, Achanami, why don't we say the same thing over here? Why don't we say that this Isra of Petsua being allowed to marry to the cow is going to come and push away the Zika? You're right. When his brother died, she fell to him. He wasn't a Petsua Daka yet. Now he became a Petsua Daka, so we should push away the entire Mitzvah of Yibam, and we shouldn't have to have Chalitza either. So, because of this question, we have a different answer of what Amish is talking about. Elamar he says, the Tana of Mishnah holds the same as the Tana coming from the base mesh of Rabbi Kiva. Amr, um, he says, lav in the Shaer have a mamzer. The only time we're going to say that a child born from an Isser lav is a mamzer is only if it's an Isser lav of Shaer, of relatives. Meaning these relatives have an Isser to marry each other, and that's only an Isser lav, not an Isser kares. But Mechave lav in Gredi have a mamzer. If it's just a regular lav, for example, a Petsuadaka not being allowed to marry into Klai Israel, then a mamzer is not born from there, and therefore there would be a Zika, and that's why we would require chalitza. But now the market, he is asking, Ikri Khan, why don't you read the Pasuk over here, The Pasuk says regarding Gibam, the reason why we want Gibam to happen is in order to establish a name for his brother. His brother passed away without children, so now he's going to marry his brother's wife, and he's going to establish a name for his brother by having children. But over here, he's not able to do that, because he's not able to have children, and so therefore there should be no Zika. So, Amaravah, he answers, the reason why this ris does have a Zika is because, if so Im there's never going to be a case that a woman is able to marry the Yavam. Why is that? There isn't a single person that doesn't become a stress chama a moment before they die. The moment before a person dies, they're incapable of having children because of the state that they're in. So if you're going to tell me that a person who used to be able to have children, but when he died he was not able to have children, there's no din of chalitza or yibum over there. So that means that there would never be a din of chalitza or yibum because every single person, the moment before they die, is unable to have children. So it must be that when the one. The pasuk says the hakim shame excluding someone who's never able to have children, but a person who used to be able to have children now just wasn't able to. There still would be a din of yibum and chalitza by him. The Gemara says, if that's really so, Rabbi Lezer, de Ravah, according to Rebbe Lezer, according to in our Mishnah, this answer of Rava should now be a question on Rabbi Lezer. Remember, Rabbi Lezer argued with Rabbi Kiv in our Mishnah, and he held that if a person died a Swiss, even though once upon a time he had a shasa kosher, we would still say. Chalitz, chalitz well, based off of what Rava just said, according to Rabbi Lezer, we should never be allowed to have chalitz or yibum done anytime because a moment before a person dies, he becomes a Swiss. So the Gemara says, no, that's not a question. A person not being able to have a child before he dies doesn't make him into a stress. It just is a weakening. Of his body that makes him not being able to have a child. That's the understanding of Khishusa Dashilobay. He's just very weak, and that's why he can't have a child, but not that he's a stress. but most definitely if a person's a stress before he dies, even though once upon a time he had a Shah's according or quantum lezir, loichels, volichals and ishtai. Another Gmar just asks Hey stress Chama, how do we define what a stress chama is? If he never even had one moment that he was able to have a child, meaning he was born as a stress. Asked the Gmar how do we know if he never had a shas Khosher? How do we know that he was never able to have a a child, Amr um, Abayi says, If a person's urinating upwards and the urine does not form an arch, it just drips straight down, so then that means that person is a stress. The Gemara asking, Where does it come from? If he was born like this, how did it happen? The Gemara answers, His mother baked bread midday, and she drank Marka beer, and the combination of these two factors causes this child inside of her to become a stress. Now, Amr um, Abayi commented on this, This must be what I heard from Ami, referring to Reb Ami, this must be what I heard him saying anyone who's stricken from his mother's stomach, and I didn't know what he was talking about, now I understand what he was talking about. The Gemara says, hold on one second, why do we suspect that maybe he became healthy at some point in time in the middle, meaning he was born as a stress, and he died as a stress, but at some point in time in the middle, he became healthy, and he was able to have children. The Gemara says, no. since his beginning and end, he was struck, meaning in the beginning of his life, and at the end of his life, he wasn't able to have children, so we don't have to be that in the middle of his life, at some point in time, he was able to have children. The Gemara says, how could you say, that. When we have a bachar, a firstborn animal, which is born, so then we have to bring it as a carbon And in order to establish it, it doesn't have any mum, one of those mum is a mum in its eye, so we have to check it three times over the course of 80 days. At the beginning of the 80 days, in the middle, and at the end of the 80 days. So we see that we don't rely just on the beginning and the end, and we have to check it in the middle. So why don't we suspect that maybe this stress, at some point in time, in the middle of his life, he became healthy and he was able to have a child then. The Gemara says, no, l'chad ever when we're just checking one limb, which is talking about the eyes of the animal, so then we're chayshish that maybe at some point in time they became better, and then it's not considered like a balmum. But when we're dealing with the entire body, then we're not chayshish, the entire body got better. And the reason why this child is a stris is because there's something wrong with his entire body, so we don't have to be chayshish that something happened in the middle that made him not a stress. If at the beginning of his life and the end of his life he was a stress, so then we say that condition persisted through his entire life, and nothing happened in the middle. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up continuing to analyze the mission tomorrow. For now, everyone should